Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Omagana Launching Podcast, and today I'm talking to Megan Nolan, uh, and we're talking about self-care for entrepreneurs in general and also in terms of a launch now we talked about this before but this time we're going into yoga actually and a lot of you probably have the same conception of yoga you know that is with poses on a mat basically but actually there's more to it first of all there's a lot of different types of yoga so there's one that probably suits you better than others and it also goes into a lot of the mindset and heart-centered feeling aligned so it's not just about you know the strange poses but uh, i will leave that up to megan to tell you a little bit more about that Uh, but before we get into that obviously i still want to remind you that you can get on a 20-minute call launch chat with me to make sure that you get a little bit clearer on your launch. So basically, if you're in a launch right now or you're about to go into launch, you can get on a free call with me for 20 minutes and make sure that you're on the right path or if you're kind of stuck with something, we can see if we can work that out for you. So you found that link in the show notes. But now let's get into the episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Westgar, and today I am joined with Megan Nolan from Hawaii. How are you? Good morning. How are you? <laughs> well, it's not morning for me, but it's late oh, yeah. evening. So. <laughs> but right, right, right. Thank right. you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Aloha, I should say. <laughs> yeah, Aloha. That, exactly. That works either way. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we are going to talk about a little bit about self-care today and in particular for business owners, um, but we're also going to talk about self-care for a launch. Um, but before we get into that, I would love for you to just share a little bit about you, who you help and how you help them. Sure. So I, my educational background was in gerontology, which is the study of aging. And I decided that once I graduated, I just was far too sensitive to go and work in a retirement home or a nursing home facility. And so I thought the best way for me to approach that would be from a preventative side of things. And so I became a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My parents were a little confused, but, um, you know, they were happy that I found something that I liked. And so started doing personal training and helping people, you know, focus on keeping their body really healthy and strong. And then after a few years of that, I did my yoga teacher training because I had been practicing yoga myself for a while and wanted to deepen my knowledge of it, but also learn a powerful skill set that would be very complementary to what I was doing with personal training. And so did that. And then I started kind of blending the two worlds because they each have their, you know, pros and cons to them. And when I could bring them both together, then I could really offer people a really well-balanced session because 
as you all likely know, it's really important that we keep both uh, a flexibility and our ability to move and do all the things we want to do, but also stay strong, you know, and keep our muscles really strong and our joints healthy. And so it's so important that we have that balance. And then bringing in the aspects of yoga that are, you know, that mind-body connection so that we're aware of our mental state, our emotional state, our physical state. So it's, mm -hmm. you can look at it from an alignment perspective, you know, of physical alignment, holding your body in a strong posture and moving out of the slouch that we all spend way too much time in. Yeah. And you can also look at, at it from the energetic perspective, which is, you know, staying aligned with the wisdom of your heart and going, dropping beneath the busyness of the mind so that we can be in a place of inspiration and so I like to weave all that together in my sessions and my classes. Nice. I like that. What was it about yoga that attracted you to practicing yoga? Initially, it was not really the yoga aspect of it. I started doing it at a gym mm -hmm. because I've always loved, you know, exercise and movement and dance and stuff like that. But I went to classes because I really liked it it was more challenging than I expected and it was really helping me be strong in totally different ways. So I really mm. took my first step into yoga was from the physical perspective, you know, and I really liked what it did for how I felt in my body and getting rid of some aches and pains and stuff like that. But then after I started to go to a quote unquote real yoga class that my friend took me to, because <laughs> I brought her to class and she was like, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but it is not yoga. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I was so curious because then there's obviously, you know, so many different aspects to it of mm -hmm. the understanding the nature of the self and starting to observe our patterns and our habits and all that. And so then I just became really fascinated with it and was studying it on my own and was living at a, a retreat center on the big island of Hawaii. So that's um, the main island. And so I was staying there and studying with a few different teachers and then decided, you know, I really love this and I want to continue to understand more. So that's when I did my training. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of yoga. There's not just yoga and that's it, but there's different kinds of type yoga. Absolutely. Yeah. Some types of yoga are really more focused on what you do and how you live. And so that, you know, you're in, a place of generosity and giving and serving people and some styles of yoga are more focused on the physical practice and what that does and doing a sequence of practices every day that one's called ashtanga yoga or kundalini yoga is focused more on awakening the energy that we all have within us that latent life force that we can activate by doing different movements using different chants doing different mudras you know positions with your hands so there's a lot of different ways to practice yoga my teacher says there's many paths to the same mountain so right. yoga like regardless of what you're doing you're still working towards that understanding and appreciation and awareness of the self and that mm -hmm. connection to you exactly yeah so for you know business owners entrepreneurs um you talked about slouching obviously we sit in front of a computer in in the chair in front of a desk so yeah, that's probably something we struggle a lot with. So how do we deal with that? And how can we incorporate yoga at our desk, basically? Sure. Well, that's a great segue into <laughs> one of the programs that I created. It's, it's, it's smooth, called Yoga huh? at My Desk. <laughs> <laughs> Because most people sit, like it's a shocking statistic. Most people sit from anywhere from eight to 11 hours every day. Wow. And typically, yeah, it's a lot, right? And so typically when we sit, we're doing something with our hands in front of us. So whether mm -hmm. that's something, you know, creative, painting, whatever, 
or just typing away on the keyboard or typing away on the phone. And so what that does is it pulls us into a flexed position. So into that rounded slouch position, and that's out of our strong alignment. So our strong alignment is when we're in an S curve in our spine, Mm -hmm. when our ears are over our shoulders and over our hips. And so when we go into the slouch position, it has a whole like long list of effects on the body. One of which is it limits our ability to breathe properly by 30%. And so it's a pretty shocking statistic because what that means is that when you're in that slouch position, you're taking shorter, shallow breaths because you're not breathing into your diaphragm. And so Mm -hmm. that triggers stress in your body because when you're under stress, that's how you breathe. And so your body thinks, oh, well, what's going on? You know, where's the tiger? I don't know what's going on. Okay, I guess we're stressed out right now. And so then it creates a whole cascade of hormones in your body. And so it's really important that people are aware of their posture. And I, I tell people that the easiest way to become aware is to set an alarm for yourself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because we get in the zone, right? And we're like, we're creatives and we're loving what we're doing and we're focused on it. And, and it's so amazingly fast at how we move from that like upright position to we keep gravitating forward yeah. towards the screen. So I suggest that people set an alarm on their phone anytime they get in front of the computer. And that reminds them to get up and move because sitting for more than 45 minutes at a time starts to slow everything down in your body, your blood circulation, your heart rate, you know, and so it's really, it takes a toll. So I suggest that in addition to doing the alarms is doing something first thing in the morning and like getting moving, you know, whatever that is for you. If you want to go walk your dog or you want to go for a run or surfing or, you know, playing with your little ones or doing yoga or exercise because it really energizes your body, energizes the muscles that hold you in that strong alignment, the ones pretty much on the backside of your body to hold you back, you know, shoulders back and all that, so that those muscles are awake and they're energized. Because if you go right from sleeping, you know, a lot of people sleep on their side, so they're already in that kind of rounded position. So if we go right from sleeping without waking up our our body and, you know, getting our blood circulating, then it's more likely that we're going to be in that slouch position, right? So starting your day with some movement, which is just great for anybody, but also for, for us as entrepreneurs, because it really signals that, you know what, you deserve your attention. You deserve it and it's a priority because the way you show up for yourself will impact how you show up in your business and for your clients. So giving yourself some time in the morning to really get into alignment on every level, essentially, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, you know, focus inwards and breathe and get into that space will really impact how you show up, you know, because ultimately the the biggest version of ourselves, that's what they do. You know, they take care of themselves. They're committed to themselves. And so we have to practice that now to get to where we want to go. So it becomes, you know, it's just one of those things that you have to realize that it is and should be a priority and and making it so. So scheduling it into your day, doing little intervals throughout the day, and it really actually boosts your productivity. There's a lot of science around behind how it does boost your productivity, your focus, your creativity, all of it, taking little breaks, little breaks throughout the day. It really kind of brings us back into that creative space. I almost feel guilty just sitting here interviewing you because I'm slouching in front of the microphone (laughs) just to get close enough. So obviously I need to make some changes here. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it is what it is. Um, So as for entrepreneurs, you mentioned that we need to, how can we do this in front of a desk except for just, you know, getting up? Is there anything that we can do besides that? Is it, or is that all that it takes basically to just move around every now and then? Both. I mean, yeah, getting up and getting moving because when we sit, we're, our hips are in a flexed position so that there's um, 
actually slows down the blood flow to your legs. So literally just getting up, getting moving is great. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <clears throat> but one of the most important things that we can do is to reset our spinal alignment. So something you can do sitting down, but ideally stand up and do it, is literally just as simple as stretching your arms out to the side, pulling your shoulder blades back and lifting your chest up. Kind of like mm-hmm. that scene in Titanic, you know, when they're at the end of the boat and she was like, oh, <laughs> that's exactly. how I tell people if they can't see the visual. But um, it really, it really helps to reset the spine because mm. that's, you know, moves us back into that strong alignment. So something as simple as that. And it's really just moving your head back because your head is anywhere between eight and 12 pounds. And when it starts to move forward, the weight of your head doubles. So like mm-hmm. an inch forward, your head is 20 pounds et cetera, et cetera. It just gets heavier, which is why we have so much tension in our neck and shoulders and so much pain there. And so moving your shoulders back, moving your head back is super powerful. So making sure that your workstation is set up properly is also really important. Mm. Yeah. Cause that, you know, we have, uh, computers, uh, phones, iPads, whatever. And what all of that is just telling us to kind of lean our head forward. So yeah, it's not just, it's not always stress, I guess, then that you feel in, in the neck of your tension there, but it's because we keep on tilting our head forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a big, huge part in it. And so if you can rig yourself up like a standing workstation too is great. Mm-hmm. Like if you just go back and forth, I have a kind of makeshift one on my kitchen counter. So I go back and forth between sitting at my desk and then going into a standing position. And you may find that that's easier for you to hold in strong alignment, or maybe it's not, but it's, it's ideal to just keep your body moving. The human body is designed to be in movement quite a bit out mm-hmm. of the day. And it really functions better when you do that. And so, you know, our, our modern lives in our world right now, where we're so involved with technology is kind of puts us at a less likely place to be moving more often, but that's where we have to begin to integrate it on our own. Mm-hmm. And how does we, or how do we incorporate, you know, the mindset and all that as well? Because now we're talking about, you know, the physical aspect of this, but obviously there's some mental aspect as well. How would we deal? How do we deal with that? Absolutely. And so <clears throat> I think, you know, one of the exercise, sorry, <clears throat> pardon me. One of the exercises that, um, you know, one of our common mentor, James Webmore, likes to mm-hmm. say is to go into that your big vision and that experience, that version of you that has already achieved everything that you want, like every dream, every big goal and, and connect to that person and, you know, realize, okay, what are they doing every day? What are they doing for themselves? How are they showing up? What beliefs do they have? What have they let go of all of those things and getting that information from your, your higher self, if you will, because that's kind of who that version of you is and realizing that, they have all that information to give you. And so we can look at that and say, okay, if I really want to get where I want to go and have what I want to have, what do I have to do to get there? But who do I have to be to get there? Mm-hmm. And so you can look at that version of yourself and realize, okay, they're really committed and they're grateful and they're dedicated and they're resilient and all of those things. So how can we practice that now? And how can we bring that into our life now? And so a tool that we have in the yoga practice that we use with every, every time you get onto the mat and start a practice is that we set an intention for the practice. And so you want, you're working on cultivating one particular thing. And so because in yoga and like many other traditions, we believe that you have everything that you need inside of you already. And it's just a matter of you tapping into that and really kind of waking it up, right? And so with the intention, you word it in a positive sense, I am mm-hmm. grounded. 
and you're focused on it from a mental perspective because you're repeating that to yourself over and over. And as you breathe out, you're using your breath kind of energize it because of course the breath has a life force energy to it so mm -hmm. you're breathing that out into the intention into the you know atmosphere the ethers the universe whatever name you like to give it but then you're also experiencing it on a physical perspective because in order for us to create a new belief we have to combine a thought with an emotion with repetition it becomes a new belief and so when you are practicing this and you're feeling how grounded you are and you're repeating that to yourself then you create this state of mind and state of being that you know you are grounded in that moment. So you know you have that capability to use that tool in every other moment, right? So you bring that with you. And so we come into it from that strong mindset of, you know, I have these tools within me and it's just a matter of tapping into them and awakening them and bringing them into my life. And so that's how you can really start to create new beliefs for yourself that you want to cultivate and you want to really kind of grow and nurture. Mm -hmm. Do you use these... Uh, the mindset aspect together with the physical yoga combined, or do you kind of separate these things out when you practicing yoga? No, at the same time, at the same time, I'm all about multitasking. I like you to get as <laughs> much benefits as you can <laughs> from one session. And so, no, I, and like many other disciplines too, as well, you know, bring that together because there's no separation between your mind, your body and your spirit, right? They're intricately woven together. And so when you are on the mat, you know, everyone thinks, okay, I'm on the mat, I'm doing my yoga, but it's a yoga practice, right? We're, we're mm -hmm. practicing for something beyond the fact that you can, you know, put your leg behind your head or whatever. Um, so bringing that together so that you really get that sense on the mental, the emotional, the physical, the spiritual level. So it's all integrated into one practice and you leave feeling really empowered. So yeah, definitely bring them all together. I mean, you can, if you feel more comfortable just doing your intentions, setting those at the beginning of the day and doing your yoga separate, that works too. But I mean, I think the best way is for you to experience it on every level simultaneously so that you can really layer it in and, and let it really sink in. Hmm. Yeah. Um, are you met with some skepticism towards yoga? I mean, I would assume that, you know, people, not everybody is into yoga, obviously. So there's probably a lot of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but people have this idea of what yoga is, you know? So how do you get approached with, you know, when you're talking about this yoga to entrepreneurs or uh, business owners? What what do they say to you when you say that, you know, yoga is a good thing for you in your business or in your life, basically? Yeah, you're right. There is, you know, some people are very skeptical of it or they have this impression that it's a religion or, mm -hmm. you know, you you have to do these certain poses and able, in order to be, quote unquote, doing yoga. And, and so there is a lot of confusion, I guess, around it. And so, uh, but on the other hand, a lot of people go to it and try it and they realize how much more difficult and how much more challenging it is <laughs> than they once thought. And so I think um, asking people to just have an open mind and be open to the fact that, you know, there's many different modalities, as we were saying, there's many paths to the same mountain, right? And so there's many different modalities and styles of yoga. So just because you've tried one, it wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that there's not others that would match your personality and your body a little bit more um, aligned, right? And so sometimes people are a bit resistant and that's fine. You know, I, I don't want to need, I don't feel like I need to convince anybody, but I want to give them the opportunity to try it out because, there's, and again, even within the same style of yoga, the way people teach it, the words that they use, their own personality, like it's, it changes it from so, so different from person to person, from style to style, right? And so 
the one thing that I like to say, because I do a lot of work with not just entrepreneurs, but um, larger scale businesses. So a lot of fun, I work with a lot of financial institutions here, the university, the county of Maui. And so mm-hmm. they understand that the health of the body and the mind is integral for the success of the person and therefore for the organization. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be something that they prioritize and they're giving these tools for their employees or for themselves because our health is so incredibly invaluable, right? And now more than ever, when it's become clear that keeping our immune system strong and our body strong and reduce the you know, risk of injury and all of the things that come to benefits of exercise or yoga is, is so, so important for the overall success of the individual and therefore the organization or the business, right? And so mm-hmm. there's lots of ways you can look at it. And if people want it from the more scientific side of things, then we can go down that route because there's a million and one benefits to yoga, <laughs> including <laughs> brain health and oxygenation of the body and immune boosting and all the things. But it just depends on, you know, what sort of the way people understand things, because sometimes they put it on this like, oh, it's so fluffy and woo woo. And I don't know what that is all about. Mm-hmm. And they're not really into it. And that's okay. No, that's okay. Maybe it's not for them right now. Yeah, exactly. How much time would you suggest that you spend on um, yoga daily? Whatever you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Honestly. Yeah. So whether it's just five minutes, that's, you know, that's good enough just to spend those five minutes. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is that we all have the same 24 hours in the day, right? Absolutely. It's whether or not you are willing to dedicate some of that time to yourself, or if you feel like it's important, um, or if you love it so much that you can do it for an hour every day. So I just tell people to start where they're at, you know, and if it's even just two to three minutes, and especially throughout the day, Mm -hmm. two to three minutes to get your body moving and, you know, loosen up the tension and realign your body is so, so incredibly valuable, you know, because a lot of times people are like, well, I don't have an hour. I don't know if I should even bother. That's okay. And so it's whatever you have, honestly. And, you know, for me, I know that people are quote unquote short on time. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have 24 hours to work with, but if you're short on time and you got a lot going on, I like to bring it all together and get a lot done in like 15 minute sessions so that you feel that sort of alignment on every level and that inspiration and that empowerment and the energy and all of that that you can get from the practice even just in 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and for people who might already be you know working out during the day or you know a couple times a week um would this be something that you kind of just add on to it and that would be a beneficial way to do it as well yeah, absolutely. For a couple reasons, because typically when people exercise, they move mostly in the frontal plane. So they do things forward and backwards. And, you know, like one of the most common core exercises for people to do is crunches, you know, mm-hmm. so that like kind of ab exercise. But when you do that exercise, you're perpetrating the slouch position. You're like pushing yourself into that position. So right. the amazing thing about yoga is because the yogis, recognize that the spinal column is the main energy channel of the body, which it is from, you know, from many others, including Western perspective on medicine and and understanding of the body. So they, they really prioritize keeping the spine healthy. So we move in all different directions and you're challenging your body in what's called an isometric contraction. So you go into a position and you hold that position and then you do the other side of it. So you're getting both a strengthening and a flexibility because you go from side to side. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good way to kind of add that diversity into your practice and into your workout. And the other reason is that a lot of people tell me, you know, well, I work out a couple times a week. I'm good. I don't need to take these yoga breaks. And that's the thing is 
what they're recognized, what research is recognizing now that they're calling active sedentary. So you might be active, you might be working out, but if you go and sit for the next eight hours every day, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> those eight hours pretty quickly nullify or, you know, void out the half an hour that you worked out for. So it's really important to kind of have that little movement breaks throughout the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look at how we can use this to help ourselves through launches. Um, obviously, that's a stressful moment for a lot of people. And, you know, it's important to have your engine in the right place and be focused. So how can we use practice yoga uh, at the best level to make sure that our launches doesn't feel so stressful, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Because, yeah, when we're doing our launches, I mean, we're full on, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're very much in that external release of our energy because we're showing up big time we're showing up you know and being hopefully being magnetic and drawing people (laughs) in and all that and so in order for us to show up in that space it really does take us replenishing our own energy because i'm sure we've all had the experience of getting to the end of the launch period and we're just like so exhausted and we have one more day and this day you know you really got to bring it and you're like oh I can't, I'm exhausted. And so it's really important that we're constantly replenishing so we don't get to that place of depletion. You know, think of the analogy, you can't pour from an empty cup. Excuse me, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's so important to be filling yourself up every day and and nourishing yourself. And as I was mentioning before, we got to go into that big vision and operate from our big vision. And in order for us to stay aligned with that, we have to stay connected to that and activate that within our hearts because if we're finishing our launch and we're like oh i just want this to be over i was too much i don't know and doubting ourselves then that will affect how we show up of course and so you know the way we show up for ourselves impacts the way we show up for our launches and our clients and all of that and so Mm -hmm. you know taking that time making that time and making it a priority is so important because it will leave you feeling really centered and it leaves you feeling clear and it takes you out of the busy, worry, frantic state of the mind so that you're back in your heart space and you're back in that place of wanting to serve, wanting to share these tools and knowing that, you know, you have this powerful, amazing gift of your program to offer that people truly, truly need, you know, and Mm -hmm. showing up from that place rather than feeling like I just have to get through this. I'm, you know, I really need to make these sales and all of that energy is can almost, you know, do the opposite of what we're hoping to achieve in our launches. So really coming back into that, on every level alignment. So we're in that place of feeling really centered, really empowered. And then we are truly in resonance. Like we're in resonance on every level, spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical. And then we're in, when we're in resonance with our big vision and our desired outcome, then that's when we draw it to us. Right. So that's when we're in alignment with it and bring it more into our reality. Mm-hmm. What are some specific things that you, we should probably do then throughout the launch on a daily basis is there any specific sorry specific things that we should practice great question so yes definitely i think really coming back to our big vision and coming back to that goal set but from from a yogic perspective breathing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know it might seem so simple but you know we're talking about that slouch position and when we're stressed and we're breathing short and shallow breaths and so if we're not breathing properly, it really depletes our whole system and it leaves us feeling very drained. And so something as simple as 
getting outside and getting, you know, being in your garden or grounding yourself and just really being intentional with your breath and going into, you know, a more upright, open alignment and breathing and really nourishing your body with the breath is so, so powerful because that, again, energizes your brain. And so when you're in stress and when you're taking those short, shallow breaths, your oxygen levels go down significantly in the brain. And when we're in, under stress at all, your brain function shifts out of the higher brain functions into a survival mechanism. So you're, mm-hmm. you're not really activating those like decision-making, creativity, imagination, all of that is not really being activated when we're under stress. So right. a really powerful way to shift is, is what there's a meditation that's called the heart-mind coherence. So we slow down the breath to an even rhythm, like five counts in, five counts out. And we think of someone or a positive experience that we love that brought that brings us a happy emotion. Happy emotions are very powerful, right? Because they have their own vibration to them. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we really feel that happy emotion and we breathe slowly, rhythmically in and out. So it takes your heart rate into a very consistent rhythm which then signals to your body, oh, okay, everything's good right now. We're good. And so then that signals to your brain because there's a lot of communication between your heart and your brain uh, from the organ perspective, you know, going back with the nervous pathways. So then your brain gets the message, oh, everything's good. All right. So then your, your brain rhythm and your heart rhythm come into a consistent state, which shifts you into optimum function. And so it starts to release all of these hormones that help you feel more centered, more grounded. But from the launch perspective, it turns on the higher centers of your brain. So you're out of stress, you're out of survival, and you can go into the thriving state, right? And that's when your brain is like getting all this nourishment, getting all this oxygen, and that's when we get great ideas, and that's when we feel inspired. And we can reach out to those you know, people or make the connections or what have you, but we can really show up from that really aligned place. Again, you know, aligned heart, mind, powerful. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think... Um... You know, a lot of people will go through launch and um, whatever, however that goes. But after the launch, there's a lot of people who basically they, they feel exhausted because they put a lot of energy into this. Maybe the launch didn't go as they thought it would. Or maybe it went really well, but still they're feeling like, you know, there's a lack of energy here. Um, how would, is there something that we should do after a launch to kind of recoup ourselves and kind of get into a good state again. Absolutely. Yeah. Lots of things. And I think these are also important things to do throughout the launch is Mm -hmm. really prioritizing your sleep because sleep is so important for your overall function and your system and your immune system and, and clarity of mind and all that. And so making sure you're getting enough rest and these are kind of like standard you know, staples of healthy living, but make sure you get enough rest, drinking enough water, you know, not pounding the coffee as much as we might and, you know, eating those nourishing foods. But then after, after the launch is done and really taking the opportunity, you know, doing your debrief or what have you, but taking the opportunity to nourish yourself and take time to just kind of pause, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and although maybe the program is launching shortly thereafter, then just really give yourself some intentional break right after and do whatever you love to do. Maybe that's, you know, going or doing whatever it is you love to do to kind of nourish yourself and feed, feed your soul and your spirit from that perspective. But again, it's just um, taking that time to kind of unwind after the fact is really important for sure. Yeah. I believe so too, that, you know, once you finish with the launch, find a way to celebrate in some kind of way and make sure that you get some, 
time before you, like I said, in welcome members or customers or whatever that might be so that, you know, you can actually, you know, step into the role of um, helping them, you know, once the course or membership, whatever starts, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, because you want to be showing up as your best self on that opening day. Of course, you're welcoming in new members and you want to be in that vibrant state. And if you're just tapped from the launch and then you're showing up like, hi, everybody. Okay, <laughs> here we go. You know, and they're like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so really, really giving yourself that like time to breathe, if you will. <laughs> and exactly. reset. Yeah. Um, do we have any last tips to people who want to start practicing yoga and implementing it into the uh, daily life of an entrepreneur? I would say that just recognizing your incredibly invaluable position in your business, right? So, you know, maybe you're a solopreneur, maybe you're a leader of the team. You are very needed in your business, <laughs> regardless. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so in order for you to be able to show up and lead your team or, you know, serve your clients or customers, you have to be there. You have to be showing up in your best state and in your most vibrant state. And if you are not, if you are feeling sick or if you're injured or if you're, you know, just tapped out, then you're not going to be able to show up. And so I say that all to help you remember that you should be a priority in your life. You should be a priority on your to-do list. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I know it happens. It's like, sometimes we have this to-do list that's a mile long and, and taking time for yourself, taking time for self-care seems to make it to the bottom of the list more often right. than we might realize. And so making yourself a priority every day. And the easiest way to do that is take care of yourself first. Do something mm -hmm. for yourself first thing in the morning. If you have little ones, that might mean waking up earlier before them. But giving yourself that loving time and attention is incredibly invaluable as to how you show up for the rest of your day. So just recognizing that, you know, you're an essential component of your business. And in order for you to keep doing that and being there, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, put it, basically putting it on the to-do list, self-care, make sure that mm -hmm. we can check that off, obviously. Totally. Yeah. And scheduling it in because, yeah. you know, the expression of like what we schedule gets done. Because unless it's like something that you love to do and it's already part of your routine, again, it's like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. <laughs> Three months later, you're like, oops, I guess I should try it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so putting it in your calendar, you know, and making it a commitment to yourself. Exactly. Love that. Um, how can people reach out to you, find more about you? Um, uh, yeah, but you also have a free gift, right, that you wanted to yeah. share with us. Do that first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to share. So I have a 15-minute session that brings together everything that we've been talking about. So it includes gratitude meditation. So again, we know how gratitude is so important. So it sets us into that state of the positive emotion that we were talking about earlier. And then setting an intention for your day. So as we were speaking about earlier, and then integrating that with a 15-minute yoga practice. And so what we're doing there and what I like to inspire my students and my clients to do is tap into that fullest, strongest version of ourself, whether you call that your higher self or your best self, or in yoga, we have three poses, the warrior poses. And so the warrior poses are very powerful poses. They teach us a lot about our body and our mind and what we're doing to, you know, be on our own journey as a warrior, making our way through life to our desired goals and accomplishments. 
So the session is called Wake the Warrior Within. And so it's really helping you step into that most empowered, inspired, aligned, magnetic, vibrant self in mm. 15 minutes. So it's a great way to start your day. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. We'll link that up uh, all in the show notes so people can click through and find it. Um, but now, yeah, now where can people reach out to you and connect with you? <laughs> For sure. So I'm on Instagram as Wake the Warrior Within and same on Facebook, Wake the Warrior Within. Awesome. We'll link that up as well. Um, yeah. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge with us. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun to chat with you today. Thank you. All right, guys, that's it for today. We'll catch up again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.